welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor, and I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to the Women, Faith, and Business podcast. And I am super excited to have my guest today, Carol J. Dunlop. Carol J. Dunlop is the co-founder and CCO of CSI Corporation, the company she founded 26 years ago with her husband, Alvin. Carol is also a three-time Amazon bestseller. Woo-hoo! Let's say that again. Three-time Amazon yeah. bestseller with two of those books as a number one international bestseller. She is affectionately referred to as the online wow strategist by her tribe, and she teaches entrepreneurs to convert marketing into my into money by becoming the go-to expert in their niche or industry welcome welcome to the show carol so glad to have you and i do have to mention that carol is also my business bestie i'm always leaning on her for advice for help for assistance <laughs> for support and she is all of that to me and um, helps me a lot in my business so i'm excited to have you on the show women faith and business podcast Welcome, Carol. Anything else you'd like to add to that bio? Nope. You did pretty well there. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited about your podcast because I know you've wanted to do this for a long time. And you know me, I'm all about taking action. So I applaud you for taking action and doing it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So on the Women, Faith, and Business podcast, it's all about stories of women of faith in business. And mm-hmm. the main question or the question I always like to start off with is, what made you take the leap of faith to actually start your business? Oh, wow. I have to give all credit to Alvin, mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew, I was talking to someone else about this the other day, but I knew from birth probably that I should have been an entrepreneur, not yeah. an employee. You mm. know, of the two E's, I'm the entrepreneur one. Awesome. And I just never could, I guess, get it working, get it off the ground. You know how you get stuck with business, don't know what to do, what's next, what's mm-hmm. com- what comes after that. And so I was kind of in that position I tried a couple of things but you know if you don't have the backing or not not necessarily the money but just the backing people believing in you it's kind of hard to just you know go full force ahead and make things happen so I met my husband and he was awesome sauce I knew I was going to marry him within the first week that I met him and I told him so wow we uh (laughs) we started dating we dated for about six months and a year after we met we got married so that was cool But then he said, you know, you're way too talented to kind of waste your talents doing what you're doing. Because I was doing like basic graphic design, working for this company that did the yellow pages. And that was a production craziness. Mm. And he said, you need to get out there. You you know, you're you're so good. And he just recognized my talent. I knew I was talented. I knew God blessed me with that talent. But I didn't really know how to get it out there. And he said, um, 
we're going to do this. And he, when I met him, he had already started a business and had been running it with a, with a partner, a business partner. But he was like, okay, that's fizzling out. I need to do something else. And we need to go into business together. So we got married in June of 1994. And by November of 1994, we had conceptualized this business, um, got it all the way up and running and incorporated. <laughs> so we were ready to go. Awesome. <laughs> so I have to give it all to him and God, of course, but definitely to Alvin for spurring me on. Yeah, I love that story because it's a story of, you know, not only starting a business, but starting a marriage and partnership with someone. Oh, yeah. And to be in business <laughs> with your spouse, I'm sure could be a whole nother podcast. I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts oh, yeah. out there, too, that talk about that. And having that mm -hmm. support in your spouse in your business is amazing. So that is awesome. So I know it's been uh, 20 years plus that you've been in business now. So there must have been a lot of ups and downs and pivots and shifts. So what have been some major shifts or pivots you've made in your business? Wow. Uh, we don't have time to go through all of them, but I'll go through the highlights. <laughs> this is well done. So we started, we started our business. We were doing websites for entrepreneurs because we knew that they needed to showcase their business in a whole new way on a different platform. And when we got married in 1994, the World Wide Web was just coming about. Nobody even didn't even know what it was, but my husband did it because he had been on computers since he was, I, I think, from birth for him. Wow. So we started doing that, and we did websites for about 10 years. I did websites for about 10 years, and we worked together in that. And then I just got tired of it. Mm. The main reason I got tired of it, because I wasn't clear on what what I was doing and who I was doing it for. And I was just taking in anybody, anybody who needed a website. And you know how that anybody thing works. It, uh -huh. You know, you wind up with people with um, beer budgets and champagne tastes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is not working. And so I went off on a fulfillment journey and I said, you know what, I'm going to do something that makes me really happy. So I started another business outside of Creative Services International, and that was my personal training business where I actually trained people one-on-one. -on -one. And then um, I figured out, okay, this is taking too long. You know, I can only train so many people in a day because it's one-to-one -one services. You know, mm. by the time I had trained five people, I was dead. My brain was done. I couldn't even think anymore. And I was like, there's got to be something different than this one-to-one. -one. Mm. So I was reading, researching, and I was like, I need to do one-to-many. So I actually became a weight loss and wellness coach. Well, really a weight loss coach mm. and strength training coach online, set up everything. And this was in, I want to say it was in uh, 2009, somewhere around there, 2005 mm -hmm. to 2009, somewhere around in there. And I started doing online weight loss coaching mm -hmm. and I set up the whole program. We would meet once a week. And I remember my husband saying like, who's going to sign up for that? I don't going to be doing that <laughs> stuff. And I was like, well, I know somebody wants to, cause they don't want to travel. You know, they can just do it. In and this was before the burn, the daily burn and all of that. I was doing my thing. And when I first released, I got three clients like right away, wow. right when I released it. So that's that was a, a that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that was a pivot. Then uh, that business helped me to get into social media and really online, really, really, really online like I had never been before and blogging and introduced me to that world. And I really, I built that business up just not paying any money in advertising or anything, just straight up using social media mm. and blogging and my newsletter. So 
right about the 10 year mark of that business, which was, you know, it was successful and good, but I had some health issues and I felt like my body was betraying me because mm. I was diagnosed stage two breast cancer. I had fibroids. Mm. I had just all kind of stuff going on. I mean, I'm okay now. I'm clear. No, no cancer or anything, but just kind of like my body was just, what the heck is going on here? Mm -hmm. So I really kind of fell out of love with being a personal trainer. So mm. of course I go back to CSI, but now I brought the other stuff that I learned, social media, email marketing, content marketing, and of course blogging. And so then we changed the business again because we knew that even if you have a wonderful, beautiful, awesome website, and nobody sees it, it's not going to do you any good. So we, mm -hmm. so we added marketing to that. Mm -hmm. and so we started teaching people about marketing. So that was like the second or the third kind of pivot, you know. Then the next pivot, the most recent pivot we've done is I've done all these things. I know you mentioned a couple of them. I got the three-time Amazon bestseller. You know, that is actually my fourth book, but the third, you know, like best three times bestseller. Then I created summits. I created online summits that were successful. I made money off of them. I've done signature events where I made money off of them. My first one, only six people showed up, but four people bought into my program. Mm -hmm. And that turned out to be like a $8,000 annual thing there. So I was like, okay, good. So what can I do with all this? So right now, in addition to the websites, we're really focusing on how to create, how to help entrepreneurs create, recreate themselves as the expert and the authority in their niche or their industry by doing these things that I've done, you mm -hmm. know, become a best-selling author, create a summit so you can get out there in front of your influencers, have a podcast so you can invite the influencers on and get to know them one-on-one, -on -one, just like you and I are doing here. And then of course, have all that leading up to you doing your signature event. So I'm just so stoked about how this is rolling and how God has really put me in a position to be the expert because everything I'm telling people to do, I've already done it. I yeah. am doing it. I'm yeah. still doing it now. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love so many parts of your story and I don't think I've fully heard your journey in the, the, the whole, um, you know, from yeah. the ups and downs and everything right. that's happened health wise and all the things that have caused you to pivot in your business. And I know that faith plays a key role in your business. So I really yeah. want to talk about, you know, how does faith play a role in your business? What are the, the key things that you would say faith has played a role in your business? Well, the main thing is, is just having the faith. I mean, mm. when I was born, I could say that, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, but I was also really born into the Christian faith. My mom was a Christian straight up. If you looked up Christian in the Bible, it would probably have her face. And it's <laughs> the lady who goes to church with the hat, you know, the big hats and stuff. She loved those things. And she lived, she lived, lived, lived for church, loved her to death, miss her so much. Mm. And, you know, it was, she taught me about faith. Mm -hmm. She taught me about God. She taught me about Jesus. She taught me about the Trinity. She taught me about everything, about the Bible, all of that. So I grew up knowing that faith was the main thing that I needed. And when I had to look beyond myself, there was faith. There was my faith. And my husband has always said, you know, I have the faith of a mustard seed because if I put my mind to doing something, dadgummit, I'm going to do it. I don't care what it is, how impossible it seems. Like, creating a weight loss program online for people to sign up and pay me as a coach. What? Who does that? Me, right. this girl. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think faith is one of those things that people don't talk about that much. They say they have it, but once you get to a point where you really have to use it, then they mm-hmm. just fall apart. They don't fall back on it. They just mm-hmm. fall apart. Like, Oh, what's going to happen? Why are you questioning? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you questioning what's going on? You just have to lean on God and let him direct you. And then you have to be ready for what he gives you. Cause what you think he's going to give you is not necessarily what you need. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Faith is a key point in your business and leaning on that faith. You know, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have our ups and downs and making sure that we have our faith to lean on is key. You know, that's one of the main things about this podcast is really talking about business and faith because I never really saw why they needed to be separated. Right. This is right. really a faith journey. <laughs> Being yep. an entrepreneur and business owner is really a faith journey. And we're leaning on God so much throughout this journey that it really needs to be more talked about and and you know identified as the the fact that it needs to be connected it really does Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I love one of the things I really do love about you is that you're open about your faith on your platform so it's not just a matter of having faith and leaning on it behind the scenes but you're also openly talking about it on your business platforms Um, so how did you find the courage or what made you feel comfortable openly talking about God and faith on your business platforms and in the work that you do? Well, to be honest, I had met this coach in 2013. This was right after I'd gone through all the breast cancer stuff and coming back up, I was getting ready to do my first summit. And she was actually, uh, I don't even know how she got into my life, but Mm. she, she was really a godsend, I think. And she was always talking about God and, you know, how a, how much of a Christian she was, not, not in one of those crazy ways, just really cool. You know, I was like, okay. And at that point, because I had really leaned on my faith to bring me through that journey of breast cancer and mm-hmm. double mastectomy and, you know, all that recovery and stuff. She said, well, Carol, you know, you're, you're a woman of faith. You're a Christian woman. So, you know, lean on God and, and allow him to help you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm doing that. But you know, how do I talk about that in my business? Because a lot of times if you bring up God or Jesus or faith or anything, people are looking at you all crooked and what? And she was like, girl, don't even worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who want to follow you, who want to be around you, who want to work with you will find you. You right. will attract them and they will come and get into your tribe and they'll be a part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, it wasn't like I was scared of saying that I was I guess I was just kind of cautious about mm. what I said and and I'd always say well, you know I'm not a Bible thumping Christian mm-hmm. I know the Bible and I'm not gonna beat you over the head with it mm-hmm. but after we had that talk I just really kind of relaxed with it and whatever came out just came out and I just started talking about God and my faith and how I you know, live on my faith and live with my faith and can't do without it and, and you know I pray and you know, I would throw the thank God in there and, you know, you know, it's, it's all directed by God and it's just really become stronger and stronger through the years as I've done it. Cause you know, 2013, what was that? Like seven years ago now. Right. And I can't even believe it was that long ago where I don't even deliberately talk about God now. It's just, it's just there. It's in the fabric of my being and it, uh-huh. it just feels really good and really free to be able to talk like that and not even care. I yeah. don't care if I'm in a, a the company of Christians or non-Christians right. or Muslims or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not trying to down anybody. I'm like, 
totally okay with whatever you believe. I just know that for me and my house, <laughs> you know, we exactly. believe in God and this exactly. is how we are. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Yeah. I, I always, um, whenever I read that scripture, I think of replacing the word house with business. As for yeah. me and my business, we will uh-huh. be serving the Lord in the marketplace and will not yes. be ashamed to say his name in the marketplace because that's right. Who we serve. But I love that you talked about not being scared, but cautious. I think mm-hmm. especially in the social media world that we live in, and in the environment that you live in, it's like sometimes you say one thing and people like attacking you. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. then you're in this back and forth argument with people. So I love that you said, you know, I wasn't scared. You know, I'm bold enough and courageous enough right. to say God and speak his name in my business. But I was cautious. I had mm-hmm. to be cautious of offending anyone or cautious of, you know, people feel like I was a Bible thumper. So you right. talked about not being scared, but being cautious and moving mm-hmm. forward and cautious. But you also talked about being authentic to yourself is that the fabric of who you are so why would you hide who you are and like your coach said you know those people that we that are offended by it we're not your clients right not the people that you were assigned to work with so it doesn't matter anyways the people Mm -hmm. who you are assigned to work with will actually be attracted to that and it will make you shine brightly because they admire that in you and you actually will attract more people that way so I love that part of the story yeah yeah it's worked like that and and now I don't even think about being cautious or whatever I just say whatever I want I mean I always did it I always did it anyway yeah you know we we all have I think these personas we're online or we're in person or we're Uh church people or whatever so you know it can get very tiring and I think it can drag you down so much when you think about all these different personas that you are right now of course you're still going to have a couple of them but one of them I don't have to worry about that's kind of in the fabric of everything I do is, you know, my Christianity. And I mm-hmm. wear that and I, I wear it like I wear it and I'm proud of it. And mm-hmm. that's who I am. If you don't like it, then, you know, I'm sorry, but right. I'm going to keep on going. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. And it's the <laughs> core of who you are. And you have to show up, you know, this is yeah. a buzzword, but you have to show up authentically and authentically mm-hmm. yourself with Christianity being at the core of who you are, you have to show up with th- that piece of you too. You can't leave yeah. it behind. It's like, no, work is start- starting now, God. I can't talk about you. I'm going to leave you behind. You know? I know it doesn't work because he's always like tapping. Hello. Exactly. Hello. What about me? But, this is what's yeah. going on. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, God, what do you want? Yeah. And the more I find, the more that I listen to him, the more that I look for his what I call them spiritual downloads mm. and ideas about moving my business forward mm-hmm. the more things that just happen and I don't even have to try that hard mm. I mean of course we have to market mm-hmm. and we have to make sure our message is clear and we're out there but I just don't have to work as hard at things yeah. I just you know I know what he's given me in my soul and I know how he's made me feel in my heart mm-hmm. and I know what he directs me to do so once I put it out there and keep going, I was like, it's going to be okay. It's exactly. Yeah, I love that. It's like the spiritual flow. You yeah. know, you don't have to struggle. It's like a, a flow when you're actually in alignment, you know, with right. the divine downloads that he gives you. So mm-hmm. how would you define power of faith? We've had a lot of conversation about faith, but what would you say or what would be your definition of the power of faith? Wow, that's a good one. Uh, the power of faith. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of like light. A lightning bolt will hit you. 
Mm. and just stay inside you and you just feel energized and ready Mm -hmm. for anything it's like you've put on the full armor of god you know Mm. the breastplate the Mm -hmm. helmet everything all you're all covered and you know nothing i feel like nothing can get to you because your faith is stronger than anything else out there so Mm. everything else that's trying to bring you down that's not with you is running scared that's how i like to look at it yeah definitely (laughs) i never really looked at it from the term of putting on the whole armor of god it's true you need from the the helmets Mm -hmm. to to, to your feet making for your 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 feet are shot in his words it's like you need all of it to have the power of what faith can do for you the power of faith so that's awesome so of course this podcast is all about faith and business so the next question is how would you define the power of business wow you asking some deep questions there girlfriend let's see (laughs) the power of business well I think the power of business, I know the power of business will set you free Mm. because I look at everyone right now in this time that we're in COVID-19, the pandemic, nobody knows what's going on. States are opening up, shutting down, you know, all the businesses are going crazy. Mm -hmm. So I feel that a lot of the people who have been relying on whatever they've been doing have had to pivot to Uh something new like if you're an employee right now or have been employed for a while you know that you're looking at something else you're like i don't really want to be going back to that place anymore i don't like that boss anyway let me go start my own business or if you've been in business and your business for some reason was either shut down or impaired or impacted by COVID 19 now you're looking at okay so what else can i do how can i repurpose and pivot and make myself relevant make my business relevant but the power of business, I think, is is ongoing and, you know, ever changing because mm. you can start a business today, shut it down tomorrow, start another one the next day. And it's not that hard. And mm-hmm. basically, I think all businesses run kind of the same way. They have someone who is at the back that's pushing everything forward. And then they have some type of momentum. Once they get the momentum, then they ride it out. And then they figure everything else out uh, along the way. Of course, you got to have, you know, your mentors and coaches and all that. But Mm -hmm. if you have an idea and God has given you that idea and God has said, go, Mm -hmm. you just can't stop. And everything else will fall in place. You just keep going straight with whatever it is you're doing. And these things will fall in place. Now, I say that. That's mm-hmm. all well and good. Woohoo. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but we do have to be realistic with things. Right. You know, God is going to tell us to do something, but he also is going to put some nuggets in there where he says, okay, you may need to get training on this. Mm-hmm. You may need to get training on that. You may need to hire this person. You may need to work with that person, or you may need to forget doing that and do this. So right. we really have to have a keen ear to listen to what God is telling us. And don't just keep running straight forward without stopping and saying, what did you say, God? Exactly. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah, that's important to always listen to his voice, you know, because yeah. we could keep pushing and pushing, like you're saying. But if God is telling us to pivot and to change and to go in a whole nother direction and we miss that, we keep pushing and pushing, then we continue right. to struggle. So listening to his voice is key. And like you said, the power of business really is the flexibility, you know, the able to like, like you did start a health and wellness business and do that with longevity for 10 years and yeah. run with that and have success in that and then be flexible enough to pivot and then use the skill set that you learned in, in your, um, 
business, your wellness business, to then do the social media and the email and bring that along with the website design um, to your company. So it's so much about being flexible with the skills and talents and abilities and gifts that God has given you in the marketplace and how you do that in the vessel of a business. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. In the container of a business. So that's super important. Well, this has been an awesome discussion. There's so many amazing nuggets and information about faith and business and women of faith in business. So I definitely appreciate this conversation, Carol. If people want to get to know you a little bit better or your services or how you work with people, what's the best way for them to reach you? Oh, thank you for asking me that. And thank you for having me on. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I don't think we have enough of these conversations out in the marketplace and people are looking for this. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad you are that voice that we can now hear. But I'd love to have everyone connect with me and you can get something free just for doing that. I, I I talk about websites and I love to help entrepreneurs make their website awesome so they can go out there and find the clients they want and the website brings them back so you can convert them, right? Mm-hmm. So you can do that by getting by downloading right now my seven client attracting things that you could do for your website. All you have awesome. to do is go to my site, csicorporation.com forward slash seven, the number seven dash strategies. That's csicorporation.com forward slash seven dash strategies and those strategies those client getting strategies that you'll get in that short quick ebook report are really cool easy to do and you can do them right away and you'll start seeing results right away as well yeah i definitely recommend going to csicorporation.com slash seven dash strategies and downloading it now anything that carol tells you to do will be well worth it i've experienced it myself (laughs) and if they're on social media what social media platforms are you on well i was very fortunate and that since i was on social media so early i was able to secure just about all the i think all the hashtags i mean not hashtags but all the platforms (laughs) that we are on now. Mm -hmm. So anything, I don't care what you're on, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, just do CSI Corporation. There we are. Awesome. So definitely check Carol out and follow her, like her on social media. Thanks so much, Carol. I appreciate you being on the Women, Faith, and Business podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Women, Faith, Plus Business podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you want to discover two powerful ways to successfully plan your marketing so you can attract your ideal clients and prosper in your God-given purpose, be sure to text POWERFUL to 31996. Thanks for listening.